We welcome you back to what has become our digital location for a while. We are grateful for all the good responses and the comments. Throughout this year, on the first Sunday of each month, I've been delivering sermons around the theme of faith according to Scripture. My purpose is to use Scripture as the basis for our understanding of what faith is, what faith does, the outcome of faith, the necessity of an active faith in Jesus Christ. If you want to serve God here and go to heaven after you die, your personal faith in Jesus Christ is absolutely essential to that purpose, and the Bible is the textbook on faith, and thus our series, Faith According to Scripture. Today's installment is Faith as Written in the Book of Psalms. I'll say something about the Book of Psalms, and then we'll engage the text in the 62nd Psalm. There is some interest in studying the Book of Psalms with attention to literary style. The structure, the components, or style of Hebrew poetry. There is history in Psalms. For instance, in Psalms 106, a summary of how the apostasy of the Israelites brought them down. It was repeated rebellion against the Lord. And in contrast to that, the Lord's loving kindness and patience and mercy. There are psalms with strong denunciation of the enemies of believers. There is prophecy. So there are several things that can be studied in the book of Psalms. Many elements of this Old Testament book might attract our attention. What I want to bring up is the psalms put before us personal trust in God. Faith is described at the level of trust and hope individuals hold in their hearts. The literary style of Hebrew poetry is intriguing, but we should not overlook the rich descriptions of how faith gave strength to weak individuals, how trust and hope consoled and comforted David and others who were suffering, who were afraid, who were hurting. I have an example of that in the 62nd Psalm. Listen, please, Psalms 62. For God alone, my soul waits in silence. From him comes my salvation. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I shall not be greatly shaken. How long will all of you attack a man to batter him, like a leaning wall, a tottering fence? They only plan to thrust him down from his high position. They take pleasure in falsehood. They bless with their mouths, but inwardly they curse. For God alone, O my soul, wait in silence, for my hope is from him. He only is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I shall not be shaken. 
On God rest my salvation and my glory. My mighty rock, my refuge is God. Trust in him at all times, O people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Those of low estate are but a breath. Those of high estate are a delusion. In the balances, they go up. They are together lighter than a breath. Put no trust in extortion. Set no vain hopes on robbery. If riches increase, set not your heart on them. Once God has spoken, twice have I heard this, that power belongs to God, and that to you, O Lord, belongs steadfast love for you will render to a man according to his work. Now, we could study this passage with attention directed to the literary style, the structure, the unique features of how this is worded, the grammatical structure and all that. That could be helpful, very interesting. But I want us during this time to concentrate on this as the eloquent and uninhibited thoughts and prayers of a hurting man who knew there was only one source of comfort. My soul finds rest in God alone. This is faith according to Scripture on a very personal and emotional level with emphasis on trust. My My soul finds rest in God alone. First, in our study, we should let these words tell us what was happening to David in this phase of his life. He was under attack, being battered. According to verse 3, his enemies pushing against David, hoping he would lean and fall over. Verse 4, they wanted to thrust him down from his high position, resorting to falsehood or slander. Likewise, in verse 4, if anything that sounded good came from their mouths, David knew their inner desire was to curse. Over in verse 10, David's enemies were willing to use extortion, robbery. They were corrupted by materialism. So the passage gives us a graphic portrait of what David was having to endure, confirmed by other passages in the Old Testament about David. Let me stop here and ask, do you sometimes need to slow down, turn everything off, and just have a talk with yourself, and then speak to God? You feel like you are under attack. You're being battered. People or circumstances just seem to be pushing against you, exhausting you, and your vitality is being drained. So you've just got to slow down, turn everything off, and seriously seek out stillness and tranquility before you are suffocated. And so you have to talk with yourself about all this, and slow down, and then you speak to God. That's faith. That's trust. 
And that's what is happening as David wrote these words. He had to slow down and stop and remind himself, God is my rock and salvation. My soul finds rest in God and in God alone. Sometimes you have to do this. You have to stop the frantic and sometimes toxic rush of worry and pain and just remind yourself who God is, what he means to you, and the trust and hope of living in Christ. David came to this place where his faith took him to this episode of self-counsel. He was exhausted by the enmity, the circumstances, the pressure. He was striving and straining against the burdens of life on earth. He had to pull himself together and be still and remind himself, my soul finds rest in God and in God alone. When you are totally frustrated, worn down by hostility, illness, worry, schedules, fears, deadlines, people are not doing what you want them to do. Some people are just corrupt and heartless and seem to be against you, and you go to bed at night and all this toxic stuff just nags at you and you can't sleep, can't pray, can't seem to reach any peace. Slow down, turn everything off in your head, put the phone or the tablet down, and just think about who your God is, what he means to you and how your soul finds rest in him and in him alone. I see that in Psalm 62, and I need you to see that. And I need to do that, and you need to do that perhaps every day. The result of this kind of meditation and focus can be a renewal of your energy and a lifting of the burdens and the worries. Psalm 46 and verse 10 says, be still and know that I am God. Earthly worries and time pressures and toxic thoughts can crush you. There is only one way to relieve that pressure. Turn everything off, be still, and just remember who God is. My soul finds rest in God and God alone. Look with me at verse 8. Trust in him at all times, O people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Faith that is based on God's word, faith that is authentic and active, creates this trust that isn't occasional or temporary. Trust in him at all times. Good times, bad times, prosperous times, poverty times, united times, divided times, healthy times, ill times, peaceful times, conflicted times, normal times, COVID times. Trust in him at all times. This is the faith depicted in Psalms. 
And you and I can have this faith from God's word that we act on, faith we develop and grow and live out, trust in him at all times, O people. And it says, pour out your heart before him. When you take time to calm down, turn everything off and be still, concentrating on who your God is, I think that will naturally lead you to pray to him through Jesus Christ, to pour out your heart before him. God listens to his people. He is the perfect listener. He strengthens his people, upholding us against the pressure and the frustration. He is our refuge. He is our refuge. There is no refuge in alcohol. There is no refuge in vengeance. There's no refuge in running away from responsibilities. No refuge in computer games and vile internet news feeds and gossip and listening to people insult each other. Nor is there any refuge in looting, stealing, destroying property. We cannot be distracted. He is our refuge. Trust in him at all times. You see what this is. The eloquent and uninhibited thoughts and prayers of a hurting man who knew there was only one source of comfort. My soul finds rest in God alone. The word of God is the expression of God's thoughts, his perfect thoughts, and to receive his thoughts into the heart is to receive him and be able to trust him and continue to obey him no matter what. The written word is the outward linguistic representation of the personal word, who ultimately is Jesus Christ. As we receive the written word, we let God into our minds and our lives and we learn to trust in him and obey him at all times. This is the faith and trust portrayed in the book of Psalms. This illustration is not original with me. It's been used by others. It helps me. Picture yourself yoked to a huge, heavy cart you are pulling, and the cart is loaded with rocks. You pull that cart, painfully, straining, every day you get up, grab the rope, and pull that cart of rocks. You pull that cart of rocks a certain distance, and you feel somewhat validated. You've made some progress, but you are exhausted, and the pain seems worse each day. Could it be you need to pause and ask yourself if all those rocks are equally valuable. In your life, are you pulling rocks that are a waste of time, that really do not hold the priority that you have assigned to them? So many times in Psalms, we are urged to pause and be still and re-evaluate what we're pulling our load, and be certain of this, that our soul is finding rest 
in God alone. I want you to listen again to the 62nd Psalm. For God alone, my soul waits in silence. From him comes my salvation. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I shall not be greatly shaken. How long will all of you attack a man to batter him like a leaning wall, a tottering fence? They only plan to thrust him down from his high position. They take pleasure in falsehood. They bless with their mouths, but inwardly they curse. For God alone, O my soul, wait in silence. For my hope is from him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I shall not be shaken. On God rest my salvation and my glory, my mighty rock, my refuge is God. Trust in him at all times. O people, pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Those of low estate are but a breath. Those of high estate are a delusion. In the balances, they go up. They are together lighter than a breath. Put no trust in extortion. Set no vain hopes on robbery. If riches increase, set not your hope on them. Once God has spoken, twice have I heard this, that power belongs to God, and that to you, O Lord, belongs steadfast love, for you will render to a man according to his work. This is the eloquent and uninhibited thoughts and prayers of a hurting man who knew there was only one source of comfort. My soul finds rest in God alone. This is faith according to Scripture. On a very personal and emotional level of trust that produces continued obedience. My soul finds rest in God alone. This has helped me. I hope you are blessed by hearing this. Thank you.